Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place to be for visionaries, conscious entrepreneurs, and enlightened leaders who know they are here to not only make an impact in the world, but to leave their divine legacy, touching the minds and hearts of everybody that they encounter, and to leave the world a better place. My name is Cody Ann Smith, and I am the host of this podcast. I help visionaries and leaders like you tap into your higher purpose so that you can ignite your gifts in the world and share them in everything that you do, creating more purpose, peace, and prosperity in both your life and your business. You can think of this podcast as your hub for inspiration, motivation, divine wisdom, insights, and so much more. If this sounds good to you, tune in because I know that you're here to have massive breakthroughs and I can help you do that. Hey, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Now, today's episode is going to be about the Gene Keys. It's long overdue. It's time to talk about what the Gene Keys are and how they work so that you can decide for you if this is something that would benefit you, okay? So what the heck are the gene keys? The gene keys are a synthesis of esoteric knowledge. A synthesis meaning it takes many different systems and puts them into one. An esoteric knowledge meaning hidden knowledge, but really it just means knowledge that's not mainstream, knowledge that people don't normally study. So in other words, it's a synthesis of knowledge that only a small group of people study. And it is based off of the I Ching, epigenetics, astrology, psychology, human design, and spirituality. Those are the main systems that are inside of this gene key synthesis. It works with every single one of those. And its purpose is to help you reach higher states of consciousness and your higher purpose. So there's 64 gene keys, and there's also 64 hexagrams in the I Ching. There's also 64 codons in the programming of our human DNA. So all of this has been synthesized together to help you unlock your higher purpose through your DNA. That's why there's 64 core genetic archetypes because we're working with archetypes when we work with the gene keys. And these archetypes fluctuate depending on the frequency of our consciousness. So there's a shadow, a gift, and a city. And these are all different layers of consciousness. But I would also like to get into how they work before I start talking too much about the system. That way we can be on the same page and have an understanding of why we contemplate the gene keys and how they work inside of us. So scientists used to believe, and I'm sure many of them still do believe, that we are victims to our genetics, that we have no control over our destiny because everything is pre-planned for us through our genes. So the way that we act, the way that we think, the way that we do everything in life, scientists used to believe that that was already predestined that we had no impact on that and that we were just, like I said, victims to what we were born with. But then a new science came in, a new paradigm of science when Dr. Bruce Lipton did some experiments in Mexico when he was working down there at some college and he discovered that our 
genes are programmed by the environment, not the other way around. So he wrote articles and wrote a book, actually. You can find it. It's called The Biology of Belief and goes into all the science on how the environment and our perception of the environment creates a biochemical signal that gets picked up by the cells. Now, I like to call it an electrobiochemical signal because electro meaning electricity, right? We are energetic beings, bio meaning life, and chemical meaning the chemistry. We can't separate any of that. And I think that's really important for us to understand is that all of it is a holistic thing. It's not a linear thing. So when we're thinking about this, thinking about it in a holistic way, knowing that everything is energetic and chemical, that it can really be profound when we think of it in both ways and not just one or the other. But anyways, he realized that our cells have little receptors on them. And as we perceive our world around us, we create chemical messages, energetic and chemical messages that get picked up by these cells based off of our perception. We create a hormone and it gets taken in through those cells receptors and then it goes down into the DNA and programs it or it unzips certain programs off the DNA based on the signal that was sent to it and creates a replica or an RNA, which creates a protein, which creates a behavior or an action. In other words, we respond to our environment and that's what programs our DNA. That's what programs our cells. That's what programs everything in life. And our attitude toward things, especially, will create a specific frequency that gets programmed into our DNA. And our DNA holds so much information that even scientists have not figured it all out. And they call it junk DNA. Junk DNA actually serves a purpose. And with these gene keys, we can unlock that purpose. So how cool is that? That's just the science behind it. If you're not a science buff, that's fine. You don't have to understand all this. But I find it really intriguing to have the science behind it a little bit. And to also have the spiritual aspect. So with knowing that, then it's fair to say that when we can master our attitude toward whatever is going on in our environment, then we can master our own life. So each person has their own profile. Each person has their own gene key map. So you can look at the gene keys as the map, and then you can look at your profile as the compass, the compass that tells you which direction to go. It tells you how, step by step, to unlock this higher purpose inside of you. And the golden path is the voyage, and that is the path that you take into this hero's journey, because this ultimately is a hero's journey. And the typical hero's journey's story is that it goes out, it sets out on an adventure, it goes through trials, it finds the diamond in the rough, and then it brings it back to its home or to wherever it came from. So that's a hero's journey. It goes out on an adventure, it faces challenges, and then it brings back its loot. Basically, this is exactly that, except for it's based on the synthesis that I just talked about in the beginning. So that's that. But I would also like to get into how they work. What's the technique behind the gene keys and how do you actually get this to happen? How do you unlock these gene keys inside of you? How do you do that? 
Well, the Gene Keys uses contemplation as its main technique. So we have three ways to enlightenment, three paths to enlightenment is what they say. And the, one, the first way is through meditation. The second way is through concentration, the way of yoga. And then the third way is through the middle path called contemplation. And that's the tool that we use here. By mastering your attitude through contemplation, that's how you unlock your higher purpose. You start with the chart. You start by contemplating the shadow in your life. Where does that show up for you? Where does that show up in your life? And everybody has a shadow. This is the path. This is the path into our humanity. This is the path into our evolution is to transmute that shadow. And remember, the shadow is just a low frequency that's pulsing through our DNA that makes you act as though you are a victim. It's just a simple forgetting of who you really are. Where does that show up in your life? And each specific gene key has its own shadow that's based on an archetype. And in simple terms, if you're not aware of what an archetype is, it just means that it's a way of being, basically. So you start there and you start contemplating in a gentle way, of course, because contemplation is meant to be a gentle path because it's about four things. Contemplation really occurs only when you can absorb the information and then digest the information and then apply it to your life. And then finally, you'll embody it. And Richard says that there's different layers of contemplation. And first, when you start contemplating your journey, it'll start as a mental journey. You're going to mentally and intellectually start to learn about it. And then over time, it becomes an emotional thing, especially when you start working through the Venus sequence. The Venus sequence in the Gene Keys is part of the Golden Path program that helps you to unlock your closed heart and start opening it up to the world because we go through stages in our lives that teach us how to close our heart down. And then the journey is to open it back up and try to live a life with a permanent open heart. But then lastly, it becomes a physical contemplation. You can feel these things taking place in your life. And as above, so below, as within, so without. When things start shifting inside of you, things start shifting outside of you. Each time that we learn how to embrace the shadow for our own specific imprinting, so through your hologenetic profile that you can get on the Gene Keys website for absolute free, start looking at the shadows and start contemplating them and then embrace them. Understand that each shadow contains a gift always. They're just different frequencies of consciousness, but it's the same thing. So here's an example of what I mean by that. My life's work shadow is impatience. Through impatience, I can learn how to be patient because without impatience in a land of duality, how would I know what patience was? So every time that shadow shows up for me and I start to get pushy and I want to rush things, I remind myself through contemplation. I notice this happening and then I, I embrace the shadow and I'm like, huh, thank you for showing me that. And then I turn it into patience. How can I be more patient in this situation? And for me, that's through surrender. 
I have to surrender to whatever's going on, and that allows the patience to come through. So by embracing the shadow, you no longer have to suffer because in my case, being impatient is a very uncomfortable feeling. It's a feeling of wanting to escape, escape any situation that you're in. You want to hurry and get through it so that it's over. And it's a very uncomfortable and all the shadows are uncomfortable because the shadow pattern is the very thing that keeps you suffering in life. And if you want to transcend that, that suffering, then by embracing those shadows, it's a real gift. Now, going off topic just, just a second, I used to do shadow work all the time before I found the gene keys, and it was great. I was making leaps and bounds in my personal life, in my professional life, in every area of my life. Doing shadow work is so key. But the difference is, is that when I found the gene keys, I actually had a map. I knew where to focus because before that, I was just paying attention to what was triggering me. So I was constantly just looking for triggers, which of course attracted a ton of triggers. So it was quite uncomfortable to work through, which is fine if that's the way that you want to go. But I find that it is much more rewarding and much more structured to be able to have a map to help keep you on the right path. Instead of confusing yourself and overwhelming yourself, you have a specific path laid out for you. And I really love that about the gene keys. So when we started talking about how to contemplate your gene keys, we said to start with the shadow, right? That lower frequency that keeps you feeling stuck because that's where everything starts. It's the raw material. And then from there, you start to contemplate your gift. Look at the gift. How does that show up in your life? Do you notice when that gift shows up in your life? What does it look like when that gift shows up in your life? Do you notice patterns around when it shows up? The gift frequency sends a high frequency through your DNA, and it makes you behave as though you are empowered and a sovereign being. That is so important because most of us, unless you're, you already came in like fully enlightened like Buddha or something, <laughs> You came into this world with a level of disempowerment, with a level of, of, of victim frequency. Everybody does. And in order to be completely sovereign or completely self-governing and self-controlled, then through that gift, it really starts to show. It becomes an empowered state and you can access your creativity when you're in that higher state of consciousness. So the last one that you'll be contemplating would be the city. And the city is the divine essence. It's the divine gift. So it's really not a gift as much as it is an essence from being in that gift state for so long, from being in that high frequency, from catching the shadow and turning it into the gift. That's what eventually comes from that. The city comes from that state and it's the highest frequency signal and it's a heightened state of consciousness so it's a heightened state of consciousness like compassion or love or forgiveness or complete timelessness it's an essence that you radiate into the world because each one of us has a specific signature that we came here to emanate 
so that because it's not about what we came here to do necessarily. A higher purpose is not about a vocation. It's not about being a doctor or being a lawyer. It's about who you are being in those positions. It's the quality of your consciousness. Because otherwise, we stay unfulfilled. It's an illusion to think that if we get more money, if we get that other that brand new car that we want, or if we have the clothes that we want to wear, or we just have all these different things, that that's what brings us happiness. Fulfillment and happiness comes from a state of being. And that's what the Gene Keys is about. It's not going to tell you <laughs> that you're meant to be a doctor. You know, that comes from you. What do you choose with your life? But this is a higher purpose, and it really unlocks your true prosperity in life. Sure, you might make more money because the universe always supports you when you're in alignment with the higher purpose. But that's not the goal. The goal is the quality of your consciousness. It's putting an ending to that seeking, and it's a a step up. It's becoming. But it's important to remember that contemplation is not a quick fix. We live in a society that's used to having everything that they want really quickly. But it's not sustainable. Because to reprogram a lifetime of a low-frequency pattern takes commitment and it takes time. And it requires us to truly embrace everything in life. It requires us to surrender and to step back and to do the thing, even if we want to just distract ourselves, because the real work is in the present moment. The real work is in the contemplation. And it's a gentle path. It's not a forceful thing. You will not get to a contemplative state by trying to force your way there. It's a path that's done through spaciousness of the mind and a relaxed nervous system. And I know that can be really tough for some of us, most of us, but really, really tough for some of us, especially those who have come from some really challenging pasts. But I know it's possible because I do it. And I came from a really challenging past too. And each one of us are not victims to our past. And we're not victims to our shadow frequency. That is all there so that we can embrace our gift and embrace who we truly came here to be. And it's from that beingness that we, we reach into that fulfillment. It's not the doing. And I know that so many of us have tried to do more thinking that it would get us a certain result, that it would get us a certain result of happiness or more freedom or something like that. But usually what happens is we create more prisons for ourselves through opening up your higher purpose through the gene keys. That becomes a thing of the past. You no longer feel like you need to fill voids outside of you through material possession And that does not mean that you don't get those things. It doesn't mean that you don't get to live in a beautiful place. It doesn't mean that you don't get to have beautiful experiences. It just means that your priority is different. Your priority is leading from the heart and knowing that you can be happy in any situation because you have the power, because you are a sovereign being. And that right there is really what this is about.
And if you want to talk about it at the apex of it all, it's all about truth. It's all about the embodiment of truth. Because if you're a seeker, you're a seeker of truth. Truth lives inside of you. Life is a constant mystery. But with this system, this synthesis that has been given to us, we can unlock so much of our potential. We can change the way that people perceive us for the highest of good. We can step into our leadership in a completely different way. And we can be better parents, better partners, better friends. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. That's pretty much all I have for you when it comes to what are the gene keys and how do we how do we use them? And if you want to step more into this, there's more options. You can go to the Gene Keys website and take the Golden Path course. You can purchase a Gene Key reading so that you can know where to start and understand your purpose and how to navigate your specific journey. Or you can start by just reading the Gene Keys book. There's many different options, but if you're here with the same mission as me to raise the consciousness of the planet, then this is a beautiful gift for you and for the people that are going to come in contact with you and your legacy for years and years to come. This is truly an incredible path. So I do have some links down below so that you can access your free profile from the Gene Keys website, as well as some other resources if you want to check those out. I highly recommend it. And if it sounds good to you, then we would love, we as a tribe of Gene Key warriors and voyagers would love to have you join us. Have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will talk to you guys on the next one.